Welcome to the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, and I am an alcoholic. Before we get into today's podcast, I want to remind you that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com eavesdrop. <clears throat> Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So please, please use that slash eavesdrop, and we might get a little on the back end. So got that out of the way, uh, I'd like to get on to today's conversation is with Lindsay C., a woman who I've known for as long as I've been in recovery, or at least uh, was was there when I first started showing up, at least, let's put it that way. Um, and I, I guess I want to I comment again, um, I am in a recent podcast and I sat down with uh, uh, James, uh, King James, uh, a few... Uh, uh, however many podcasts ago, uh, I did a disclaimer at the beginning of that episode referring to, or, or warning listeners that the, the episode was going to be a little bit more program heavy than previous, uh, uh, podcasts. And, and I'm now self-conscious about that disclaimer as, uh, as I move forward with these conversations with people, um, I realized that trying to frame this as separate from, the recovery rooms from 12 step programs of any kind, uh, it, it isn't going to work. Um, primarily because that's where people that are in sobriety and in recovery, uh, generally go and more poignantly and more pertinently, that's where I f- meet them. So, um, today's conversation is again, very program heavy, probably more so than my conversation with James. And, um, I, it's still, I feel the need to bring this up because part of what I'm trying to do here is provide a way for people who aren't necessarily exposed to this stuff to understand it better and hopefully attract people who have been turned off by the rhetoric and uh, the terminology and whatever other uh, derogatory description they have built in their own minds or, or negative experiences they've, they've genuinely had, uh, hopefully, you know, give them at least a way to appreciate it without being inundated with some of the stuff that they don't like. Um, and that makes me self-conscious when my conversations here on the podcast become program heavy or program centric or, or whatever and and I don't know if, if any of you have been listening long enough, you can appreciate that I just overthink things and worry about things that nobody else necessarily even under, you know, <laughs> would even cross anyone else's mind. So I, there's a little bit of that. But uh, this conversation, um, you know, Lindsay has a, 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 a pretty, um, it, she has a very interesting story. Uh, I was going to say wild, but I don't want to put that in there. I mean, if, if it seems wild to you, then it is wild. Um and much of her story revolves around the the rooms, the recovery rooms. And I think that's a very real thing for a lot of people. And I hope that it doesn't deter you from still appreciating what you're about to hear. Um, and again, as I said the last time I had a similar disclaimer, please listen all the way to the end. If, it, if it's something you don't like, just uh, let me know. Hit me up on Facebook or on the Contact Us link on uh, the eavesdrop network um 
or if you do like it, I don't know. If you want to talk to me, just get a hold of me there. But uh, anyway, uh, let's move on to my conversation with Lindsay C. back to the uh, I don't know see now you got me thinking like it's radio welcome to <laughs> welcome to the fun and sobriety podcast I'm Dylan I'm an alcoholic and I'm sitting down with uh, someone who I don't particularly know well but who I've known for of at least for 10 years now mm-hmm. I, I'm using that benchmark because that's how long I've been in the program and been sober I guess uh, uh, Lindsay say hi Lindsay. hello Hi. I'm Lindsay. I'm an alcoholic too. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's why I'm here. I, I, that is why you're here, presumably. I don't know that I'm going to keep introducing myself. It's something I started doing just out of habit, and now I feel right? very silly about it. So I don't know. Um, <clears throat> what, it only takes two people though, right? Oh, there's oh. a good point. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's interesting. I, uh, I, I really appreciate you coming down on a Friday night, yeah. which... Uh, I assume, are you going to go do something after this? Yeah. Is this Okay, good. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to do anything. I might just go sit in my room and stare at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a dark room? No, no, no. It's no. fine. It's a regular room. It's just yeah. a regular room. But so it's not like depressing or anything? No. Good. I mean, look at the smile on my face. I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and smile at the wall. His teeth are like gleaming <laughs> right now, like bing, like on the you know commercials that they have for toothpaste. They, you have nice teeth, Dylan. I appreciate that. You yes. have you have very nice teeth as well. <laughs> I bleached them today. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, all right, okay. all right. Sorry. <laughs> no Why? shame. No shame. That's, That's what I was what about to say. Is I I, I I hit record because you started telling me you have no shame, and I was like, we should just start going because if you have no shame, then let's just do this. I was trying to give you. Um, warnings or heads up or whatever i mean this is your first podcast of, of so your inaugural run mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm sorry for whatever comes out of my mouth it's okay we'll edit it i, okay. I will make you look bad can no, i cuss of course you can cuss. like f-bomb cuss or anything like just you like want there's cuss. this is, you can do whatever you want okay That's fine. okay absolutely don't care because okay. i want to go I, the i'm trying to get vulnerable and real with whoever i bring in Authentic. to talk yeah. to the to the point to whatever extent both of us are comfortable doing in the moment so you know i can i can already tell the way that you're just calm and ready to go that this might this might work out just fine i wish you the best (laughs) you're gonna need it hang on for the ride here we go okay so so okay like i said i i've i've known you from from the rooms Mm -hmm. right and uh, i don't i don't i'm not gonna presume any of anything about Mm -hmm. what you're willing to share but i've followed you from afar Yep. from across the room literally yep. and then like moving from other rooms to rooms but um um i i want to know i for some reason i feel like i know your I, I must have heard you on a birthday or something where i feel like i know what your story is but i want to hear it here for all, all the world to hear so what brings you into recovery how how long have you been how long have you been sober um actually monday june 24th i will have 19 years so in like three days yeah oh my Yay. gosh wow. i mean like if i had known i would have scheduled right? it for next monday i didn't no, realize it i'm like this is like perfect timing you oh. know get the birthday jitters out before the sure birthday, yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. is a thing right? that's true you can you can burn so, that you can you can do the shit one here absolutely. and then it'll be perfect and then be fine on monday yeah <laughs> 
Oh my god, yeah. that's terrific! So you so got sober when you were eleven, like five. Yes, yeah. <laughs> stop aging me. Oh, sorry, I meant I meant four. Like that's five, what I meant. Yeah. No, I got sober uh, this time actually when I was eighteen. Okay. Um, so okay. Yeah, a long time ago. It is so, a long I, time. Am I an old timer? Does that make me an old timer? At nineteen, I am afraid that it does. <laughs> I don't know. Like, when's that point? Like, what is that age that I... makes you? I, an old timer. That's a good question. I've never really thought about it. I just assume if you're on the f- the end of the room, you know, uh, uh, sober wise in yeah. years of sobriety in a room, and you're on the tail end towards the top, then you're an old timer. So nineteen is usually the top of that list. But I'm so young, so you I are struggle so with it. So yeah. I'm like, I don't well, know. Am I, I technically? I, am I not? Because I don't the, feel old. Here's what it is. Yeah, you're not an old timer till you feel it in your heart. There you go. So never. <laughs> so I feel like a 15 go, year old teenage you, girl. You go to all the young people's and alcoholics and everything for the rest of this, however long it takes. <laughs> Okay. So yeah. so really. Okay. Yeah. So, so you were 18, 18 this time. What happened? Okay. You keep saying this, time. this so, time. So yeah. go through this whole thing. Okay, Give us the mind. So like really, this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous, but like from day one, I was screwed. Not kidding. So what does like, that mean? Okay. So born into an alcoholic home. Okay. But like, here's the story of my birth because we're going back. That <sighs> wow. Part. Okay. Yeah. Buckle down. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> I'm really not this ridiculous, but I maybe probably am. You're going back um, to birth. To okay. my day of my birth, literally. So my mom was like, hey, husband, which was like my dad, right? Um, <laughs> you can't go hunting. And he was like, she's like, I'm almost nine months pregnant. We're going to have this baby. Right. If you go hunting and like, you yeah, know, you're, you're gone. Gone for, gone for a few days. Yeah. So that's not cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, back then I say back then, I'm not going to say when, but sure. like a little while ago, like 10, 11 years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so back then they didn't take like induction as serious as they do now. Now they just kind of like medically do it. Uh-huh. It has to be necessary. Well, my mom got really mad. My dad's like, no, I'm going hunting. So it's actually born on the opening day of hunting season because my mom went to the hospital and got induced. So it was a, a resentment. It you was. You born of resentment. And literally. my dad was hunting. Yes. So, oh, boy. So You're that's right. so like, that is a... I didn't stand a chance from day one. Yeah, oh, literally. Mm-hmm. You weren't really exaggerating. No, that is I from really... day one. Day one. Minute one. Dawn. Yep. So... Oh. That's how I came into this world, and that explains a little bit on why I am today, like who I am. <laughs> so, <laughs> but okay. alcoholic home. My dad's an alcoholic. He is in recovery. Oh, okay. Um, whether he works steps or not, none of my business. Well, and that's part- he does not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should back up a little He's bit. Dry. Part of, part of my hope with this podcast yeah. is to reach out to people yeah. who. Don't necessarily dig the program. Absolutely. So to each you know, is their own. To yeah. each their own. But yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do hope to spread positive messages yes. regardless of where you Don't come to be it from. Dry. <laughs> yeah, do I would agree works. with you. I would agree with you. Don't be dry. If you can if you can avoid being dry, right? dry is like one step above being, you know, it really active, is. But. Yeah, yeah. But he I mean, so he's sober, technically yeah. hasn't drank or drugged in like several years now, probably oh. five or six now, which oh, is cool. That's good. Yeah. So um, so are your folks still together? No, okay, no, 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 no. That was. Like, I think I assume alcoholic family storm. means they're not yeah. going to stay. They don't even get along now. I'm like, thank God you got divorced when sure. you did. So I was really young when they got divorced. I have an older brother. Um, my mom remarried and then um, introduced some abuse into the home. Unfortunately, not uh, necessarily on my mom's hands, but on my stepdad's. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, you know, physical abuse. Um, there was some sexual abuse. Sure. There was some really unhealthy 
mentalities. I was raised in a home where like you don't talk about it. Yeah. And you should just be it's, fine and move it's like along. A, it's like a Midwest family. Oh, it, it was yeah. like hillbilly Midwest. Sure. Like it was a little was this, worse than wh- I guess I'm assuming this was here. Where, yes. Where, born and raised okay. in Meridian, Nampa, Boise, all over town here. And okay. some up in the mountains. Sure. So, But I can, I, I, I can relate with that. I mean, I, I'm from a, well... Nominally Midwest Catholic family, and that's you just described exactly to how that. Yeah, yes, you don't yeah, talk you about don't stuff, talk. and you move on. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't like move on, then there's something wrong with you. Right, right. Not necessarily the perpetrator anything... is yeah. like he's fine, but like yeah. you're not it's, allowed to talk every... about. Well, and also it's yeah. super codependent, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, everything yeah. is around you is fine. So if you're not functional in it, it's you, not the rest of the world. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes. But we're just supposed to close that door. And pretend that it never existed, which is just crazy to me. So yeah. now I blow the lid on anything that I see. And people are like, uh, I'm still the black sheep of the family. It's okay. Okay. Um, so <laughs> anyways, like went through some pretty big traumas. First time I drank was at age 10. Okay. Uh, my mom and stepdad um, did it on a bribe, kind of like a, not a bribe, but more of a, a bet. Who can drink the most alcohol without throwing up peanuts on the side of the house? The for the kids, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, us, so they were, us. so yeah. they were, they were feeding you yes. drinks to see yes. which of you could hold your liquor the best. Yeah. at super young. Guess age. who won? No Ten way. bucks. Oh yeah. Oh, that's... that was not a red flag. Mm-mm. That's so, <laughs> it was really out. bad. Yeah. So, like, and it was one of those, you know, those big gulpy, like seven up plastic yes. cups. It was in there, and it was jungle juice. So it wasn't even like it was good. It was, so was like, it like this a horrible tasting party going on, and they were just like no, fucking with the kids. No, it was just my or? mom and my stepdad and me and my stepbrother, who was actually even younger than I was. Oh, um, and it was like that day. That was just what they did. Yeah, it's just what they yeah. did. I did not puke up peanuts. Everyone else did. I won ten dollars, and then I actually felt like I belonged. Yeah. Okay. It was I can like see that, that was it. It was like yeah. golden. Um, at 10 man at 10 yeah i have i have kids and i look at them when they were 10 Mm -hmm. and it like brings me back to that memory and i'm like oh my god i can't even imagine hand feeding my child hard liquor let alone (sighs) anything else sure so um you know my my past is who defines me today and i i really like who i am today so i'm actually really good talking about any of it great open book um i have no shame no guilt no anything anymore and i've been released of that as well i feel like that is what i am drawn to with you right mm-hmm. like like i said we don't know each other but anytime i see you because we'll run into each other a handful of places yeah, outside yeah. of the rooms and yeah. I, i'm always like that there's like in all my glory no, no. <laughs> well it's weird because you're i mean you're an attractive woman so i don't want to be like there's Lindsay, but, no. <laughs> but i i'm like i i really like her and Aww. like i want to like i really Come like, like give you like a little hug or something, yes, which absolutely. I don't know. It just feels like sophomoric, but it's yeah. real, you know. Yeah, abs- and I, it's and a connection. I, it is a connection, and yeah. and I I think that lack of shame, like when you say your lack of shame mm-hmm. or shameless, like mm-hmm. there's that negative connotation of that, but mm-hmm. I. I that's not what you mean, right? No. Or it is, but it's not a but negative thing. But I don't thing. have that. Yeah, it's not a negativity. So I, I really look at my childhood and my upbringing, and this might sound a little bit crazy to some that like, you know, my, my children even, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, I have some that are a lot more emotionally strong, mm-hmm. and I have some that aren't, and I have some that are like really artistically strong, and then the other one isn't. Sure. Um, so three three kids? Three, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a stepdaughter who's almost 20, um, okay. My yeah, yeah, youngest yeah. just turned um, eighteen, and or excuse me, my no, no, oldest. No, your oldest. Just I was gonna say, wait a minute. <laughs> my youngest is fifteen and a half. Yeah, yes, and they're okay. all girls. Yeah. So it's insane. 
Yes. But I look at them and I'm like, you know, my thought on my traumas as a child uh-huh. were if I wouldn't have experienced that and another child would have had to, I don't know if they would be where I'm at today. I but I, I don't feel like I was picked to be abused by any means, but I feel like I was picked to be um, where I'm at today. And that is part of my past. Sure. You know, another little girl, you know, I had tried committing suicide a few times. Thank God I sucked at it. When, you know? Like, so, cause like you just yeah. said, 10, you were introduced to yeah, it at 10, at 10 and at 18 is when you, you said when you I finally worked. Time. So finally, yes. So what, what, what was those, those eight years sound very tumultuous? Uh, yes, it was. So, um, physical abuse escalated sure. to say the least. Um, and then <laughs> I would, I would come to in other states. I had like a really bad habit, like literally not in Idaho. Mm-hmm. The ghetto in Portland I came to one time and I was like, oh, shit. Came to like a like woke, woke from up a blackout. From a blackout or... from doing cocaine and drinking copious amounts of alcohol. How did you even get there? I don't know. How old were you? Um, Portland, I was 14. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. Okay. Yeah. One of my favorite stories, because I look back and I'm like, oh, Lindsay, um, was when I woke, <laughs> I woke up in, a, I think it was West Valley, Utah, at a fish concert. <laughs> no shit. So <laughs> I I remember like bits and pieces, and I, I think I was maybe 15 and a half when I did that. I, I got to say, you do not look like anyone who's ever been interested in fish. I like fish. Do you really? I do. Because well, you're an you're, uh, elegant Classy looking I love lady. All genres of music. Really, I would all. have. I would have had you pegged for country western. I listen to country western. I, well, you're wearing, I, you're wearing you know, cowboy boots right now, right? No. Oh, okay. I, I didn't wear my cowboy boots, boots okay. in. Next time. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I love all genres. <laughs> I love classic. I love um, actually hip hop. Every Snoop concert that comes into town, you're there. You'll find me in VIP. I Absolutely. would not have guessed that. I would Heck have yeah. been exclusively Garth Brooks. <laughs> no, would have been my guess. I am going to Garth Brooks. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> I love all music. Okay, so I, I, I came you to came a to fish, fish yeah, concert. Absolutely. <laughs> and I remember like bits and pieces, like smoking some weed and drinking sure. some alcohol on the way down there in a car. I, I Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have my own reflections of this time in my life and I can, I can appreciate yeah. what you're saying. I yeah. mean, that's. I ended up like when I actually came to was like the Suda part. I came to, I was like, oh God, I'm going to get sick. So like right. I got sprayed with acid and like. Water guns. Yeah, yeah. And I ate some and a bunch of cocaine and weed and mushrooms and alcohol, all of it. Because, like, more is. So, I'm going to guess your parents weren't super involved in your life at that point. No, 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 no. Were you even at home at 14? I mean, assuming. No, I was bounced from home to home to home after about age 13 through. What does that mean from like your divorced parent to divorced parent? So, divorced parent to divorced parent. Uh, My dad actually, he tried his best, even though he's drunk. Sure. Um, he did what he could with the abuse. So at age seven, my dad um, actually had me record the oh, abuse. I see. Um, and we just had like back then, because sure. I'm fucking old, um, back then on these little tape recorders. And that's all you could do. It's not yeah, like you yeah, could yeah, really yeah. film it without having like this huge box, right? So right. I actually filmed my own abuse on the tape recorder to give to my dad to take to court right. so that something could be done because all the cries of help weren't being listened to other than from my dad. And that was, so but that was even long before. That was at age seven that I did that. So, um, you know, and I didn't push buttons for the abuse at that age. Yeah. Into my teens, I did. Absolutely. Okay. I would call them the worst names of sure. the world. Very resentful. But you, did you just, I I'm, mm-hmm. would assume you'd run away. I did. Yeah. Okay. Several times. Okay. 
So at age seven, the judge said you can live with your mom. Right. And if things get bad enough there, because we're aware of the abuse, then you can live with your dad. Right. But we know your dad's an alcoholic. I think uh, at that point he had six DUIs. I see. Okay. So I had the choice from seven on to bounce back and forth. Well, then, like, my mom got, you know, more tired of my shit. Sure. I got more tired of the abuse, so I'd move in with my dad. Then, you know, he was neglectful. He was always sure. at the bar. Sure. But, like, there were times that were so much fun, I'd steal his truck and go mud bogging. Oh, boy. Yeah, while he was at the bar. Oh, my God. <laughs> you sound like such a handful. I mean, I feel very bad for you, but I also, I as no, a parent, I'm picturing at it. I mean, yeah. but you're a parent really now, and you yeah. can appreciate that. There's now a my, reason your yeah. children aren't like that. Absolutely. And, um, it's because I know how to play the game. Well, yeah, plus there's any... <laughs> I'm very present. Lot, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, very, the, that's very, the key. Very, very present. We're tight, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you, so I'm assuming there was institutions. Yep. There was jail. Attempted suicides, institutions. Um, every other 30 or 60 days, I was getting thrown in juvenile detention. Um, for uh, thirty but, or sixty days. So or what, time, for what years. happened at eighteen that made a difference? Uh, I mean, how many how many times yeah. had you attempted to? Because you made it sound like you one, had attempted one. So one you'd only really prior. attempted one time. Prior. Yes, but I went into a twelve step program, um, Alcoholics Anonymous in particular, with the idea of can I say alcoholics? You could do whatever there? you want. Yeah, that's fine. Is that an an AA tradition thing I'm breaking? I don't know. I referenced it before. I whatever. Yeah. Till it's pointed out. Yeah. Yeah. Ask for uh, <laughs> forgiveness, forgiveness yeah. instead of permission, right? Yeah. Okay, so I, I started this 12-step program <laughs> when I was almost 17. And uh, I went Just in, so mm-hmm. not from court inside order. of a clinic or anything? Court order. Oh, court order, okay. 90 and 90. Okay. I had signed my friends like green cards before Of course, stuff, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So I yeah. have a... <laughs> we've, we've all seen that. I know. I hate <laughs> to say this. I don't think some people know this, but I have like federal offenses on my juvenile record. I have felonies. I have misdemeanors. I mean, you name it. Oh, Okay. Shit blew up all the time. So um, I got court ordered to 1990, and I was like, if anything, I'm going to get the one to get caught by having my friends sign my card, so I should just go. Sure. Um, uh, sure, okay. So I went with the idea that um, I'm clearly a drug addict, but definitely not an not alcoholic. A, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not an old man. So, And I'm <laughs> not homeless. And I'm not, yeah, 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 exactly. So all I have this, this like idea of what an alcoholic looked like. Right. Even though on like the door when you leave school, you know, like the middle school, you see what does your typical alcoholic look yeah, like? And, and you have a nurse and a teacher and a homeless sure, man and yeah, all of it. You don't, Didn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't an alcoholic. Um, so <laughs> I went with it and worked through some of the steps, all of them actually, with the idea of I'm just an addict. Got it. Didn't follow my sponsor's suggestions. Um, you know, did not. I kind of did my own thing, but then eventually, like, I held on to stuff when I wasn't supposed to. Sure. I wasn't I mean, you're 17. fully, I mean, yeah. I, I feel like, I honestly, and you're not the only person mm. I know of who's been, mm. stayed sober from that early age, but yeah. anytime I see a person that age, and I, it just makes me like, well, fingers crossed. And yeah, I, I, absolutely. And I, I take it for granted that at least the exposure is helping. Right, yes. and I would guess that that's the it best part the of that seed. seventeen Absolutely. when you were seventeen. Planted the seed, yeah. yeah. And I needed that, but I, you know, I didn't put my that I was molested as a child on my doorstep. Right, I, I didn't want it. to talk about that. I didn't. Of that was my secret. That was like yeah. nobody needs to know. I feel you because yeah. that makes me feel dirty at the time, and that is, you know, the the tape that would play in my head is it's my fault. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to put that on paper. Sure. Yeah. yeah. There's. So I chose not to. 
And the, do you think that that's... That's her. a part of why I relapsed. I was going to say, yeah, so you, you're, yeah. you're saying oh, that, yeah. so I'm assuming that in your head you register that as a major reason or a big yeah. big part of why yeah. you wound up relapsing at that point. Yeah, absolutely. I ended up working through all 12 steps. I was sober 16 months that time. I was sponsoring young ladies. Okay. Um, I had a home group, service sure. position, everything that's, you know, suggested. Sure. And, um, so you look good. <laughs> yeah, on paper I did. <laughs> but... but So, but then yeah. you went out and... I went out, for, yeah. But it wasn't too long. I mean, because no, you were back by month. 18. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it was a month. Okay. That's... Sober 16 months, got sober almost 17. 16 months later, relapsed for a month and came back. And came back, and that's it. You've been it. there, and that was June twenty mm-hmm. fourth of yeah. some year two thousand. Uh, <laughs> I guess we could do the, yeah. the math there, can't it's, we? Yeah, it's twenty nineteen. <laughs> Dylan, just yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I did math all day. I can't even believe I can even do that right now. My head is like done with math. Don't make me do any more math. Okay, Thank we're you. done with the math. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, what what does your recovery look like? I, I compared to then. Like how, how do you look at yourself today versus how you feel about yourself then, right? Like obviously you don't remember exactly how you felt at that yeah. point. But when you look back, like what's the difference between the way you see yourself in recovery mm-hmm. today versus then, 19 years yeah, later? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, today I'm, I can be authentic, authentically me and mm-hmm. be comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and people can take it or leave it. I can't please everyone. I can't be everyone's friend and that's okay. I don't have to be. Sure. I would love to be, of course, an ideal picture perfect world. Um, but it's everybody's not my friend. Business. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah I love people. I sure. really do. Everyone thinks I'm a bitch, but I'm not. So <laughs> I don't know uh, if everyone thinks. You're okay, a, bitch, a handful but... of people that I'm aware of who I hope are listening. Oh my no, god! <laughs> all your haters. <laughs> I want all my haters. No, I've listening. had a haters club before. What does that mean? It means that like every woman ever hated me for like the longest time. And I had my one BFF. Can I do a shout out? You can do whatever Aaron. you need. Aaron oh, gets a I, I, I'm gonna, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of hoping that you would have just dragged her along just because you were like, I don't know what this is. Will you come with me? So, so. I was kind of going down that route, but she had other plans. That's okay. So, and I would have been fully yeah. welcoming. <laughs> so Aaron, during this time, I had, God, how long? Probably um, 10 years sober. It's like nine years ago. Uh Erin was just getting sober again. We became really tight. We actually knew each other when she was sober the first time. I'm breaking her anonymity. I love you, Erin. She'll be fine with it. I'll talk to her. Okay. And then you can improve it. Okay. Okay. Um, so she, she was getting sober again. We knew each other the first time in sobriety. Each of us did. Way back. Or Way whatever, back. Like, yeah. When, when you we first were got sober. young. Yeah. Okay. Um, and <laughs> she, <laughs> we hated each other. Really? Yeah. There's That's like funny because you guys are cattiness. so BFF. Oh my gosh. She, if I were gay and we weren't married and she were gay, we would live happily ever after. BFF. Those are a lot of stipulations. I know, but, I know, I but I like, you know what, what I mean? Like she's my number saying. one. Yeah, she's, I she's love terrific. that woman. But like when we were kids, I guess younger, right? We hate each other because we're, we both thought, oh so my wait, God, they're what's pretty, different about, you're pretty, what's I hate di- you. Okay, that's the we're thing. We're mature. Ma- more mature, more <laughs> yes. mature. Okay. Yeah. But okay, but from, we a, got re- over from a recovery standpoint, yeah. like, so what, yeah. what, what do you feel is different about the way you approach it then? I, I don't know what I'm trying yeah. to get at. I mean, there's something inside of you mm. that I recognize is hard to even articulate, but mm-hmm. but there must be something because you 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 do attend regularly. Yeah. You you are. Yeah. What what do you do for your sobriety today? Like how yeah. do you how do you embrace your recovery? Um. So I've actually recently been taking some, and it's not 
12 step related, but some spiritual um, type awakening classes because I don't know how to do that. Like naturally everyone's like pray and meditate. And I'm like, what does that even mean? How do you meditate? This is, this leads right into what I was also going to ask is like, what's your, what's your vision of of a higher power? What's your spirituality and what does it compare to what it was at 18 Okay. So at 18, I was going to go to hell no matter what. You're going to go to hell. So I might as well enjoy it. So where did you get that idea though? So I was originally raised um, a Pentecostal where everyone in the church could- Talk by tongues With and heal all by of the that. Touch. You were raised Pentecostal yeah. as well. Yeah, but it gets better. Then my mom switched to like down home Southern Baptist. You're going to hell no matter what. Oh my god! So I was very confused, and eventually, after all the suffering and everything I'd been through, I was like, "There is no God." Yeah, absolutely no, no God. Right. So I walk in the rooms with like. Fuck God, excuse my yeah. language, but I was not a friend of his, and he wasn't a friend of mine. Sure, you know, and you were the only person who's ever walked in the room. Right, yeah, yeah, because I'm unique. No. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's how that's how I came in, was, like, I didn't like God, God a, didn't like a me. A huge just, God hater. Oh, yeah, so so yeah. what did you do for your spiritual, I mean, obviously. Started once off you, super simple. What like, you, what does that mean? Step work actually got me to this fundamental idea, so... The way that I've been taught to work steps is like we overcomplicate everything, mm-hmm. everything in our lives. We are complicated people sure. for really simple things like 12 steps, right? But we are like in our heads. So then it's like this huge mess. So my sponsor taught me like you need to simplify things. So if you're going to pick something for step two, you're just going to pick two concepts and that's it. And I'm like, what? So what? how did that work for you then? So then it was um, this time, at least when I was, you know, 18, getting sober again. From from recovery forward. Forward, yes. Um, It was, um, you know, I prayed for this God, quote, end quote, to reveal himself, herself, itself in my life. And all that I knew is that the basis of my God, my two concepts were good and all loving. That was it. Very good. That was it. Basic and simple. I'm going to guess that that's still there today. It is. That's my like foundation when I get a little spun out again on this God thing, right? I go back to that basic concept still. So today what it looks like is, you know, I want more God. Yeah. I want more God. So how do I feed that is for me, I do, um, there's one in particular. I go to an intuitive healer as well. Oh, this is the spirituality stuff. Yeah, but she does workshops on weekends. So I'm doing a four-part workshop. Intuitive healer is what yeah. you call that. What yeah. does that mean? Um, well, she um, can pick up on like spots in your body. That So first time I see her, I'm just going to use an example because it's really hard to explain, right? Okay. First time I see her several years ago. And I didn't have my voice. I felt like I can't express myself like I can today, right? And sit here and be comfortable. I would like reserve because... I didn't want people to judge me and I didn't want to, you know, have disagreements and I didn't want any chaos and I'm a Libra, so I want peace through and through. (laughs) So, you know, I was very reserved until several years ago. I go to her and she's like, oh my gosh, your third or your throat chakra is so blocked. And I'm like, yes, it is. (laughs) So she like worked on clearing it. And like, since then, I'm sure everyone's like, good God, like you need to go shut that thing back down. Um, But I haven't and I get to practice it. And, you know, she, she just like, she's lovely. That's great. She's lovely. And this was it's very complicated to explain. So no, it's that's more okay. Than just it, like, but you're, you're doing yeah, some external thing yes. to try and, and feed my insatiable appetite for God. Wow. That was that's not where I was going is. with that, but I like that. Well, yeah. That so I like that. I've been on this crazy path lately and I'm super loving it. And it has to do with spirituality. It doesn't have to do with outside stuff. And 
Oh, it's amazing. Well, I just yeah. I don't even know what it meant by outside outside of the program. Yes, outside. Specific. It's not it's not AA. It's not twelve step well, affiliated. Again, it's not any affiliated, I, but it's feeding me on the inside. I and I'm and I'm growing. I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to reduce the amount of just program related stuff that we talk about in here as much as oh. I can. But I'm not trying to steer you. Yes. I'm just I just well, it just like it, naturally went that way. Of course, yeah. no, huh. no, weird. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I realized that as I was preparing today. I was like, I, why do I? I'm, but I keep picking people that I meet in the room, so it doesn't. Oh, so it shouldn't be surprising that yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going to start talking about stuff in the room. So. My outlook is like, I need all the help I can get. You yeah. know, it's not just a 12 step thing. I need to know, like, what does meditation mean? I can meditate for over an hour now. Can you? I'm not kidding. And, and for me, that's a big deal. No, that's big for Huge. anybody. I mean, I, I, I yeah. couldn't pretend i'm meditating for an hour but i've probably fallen asleep at some point once or twice right i don't i like i've learned to ground myself through seeing denise as her lady as my lady um for my intuitive healer i can ground myself i can like bring myself back down to earth like literally because sometimes i'm like out there i'm making a lot of sound effects no you're because you're you're I'm animated. I mean, well, but no, <laughs> bring yourself back down to earth. I yeah. mean, you, you, from what I do know of you, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you own your own business. Yes. You, you run it. Yep. And as far as I can tell, you're constantly moving. Yeah. So again, this yeah. is, this is not what I expected to hear. I mean, not that I expected anything, but that you meditate for yeah. X amount of time. Yeah. Do you, every day do you meditate? Not every day. Okay. Yeah. Um, like last night I was wound really tight. So I only did <laughs> my poor husband. He's like. And it's not like bad. He will and I'm not like yelling at him or anything, but I'm like, oh my God. And then there's this and blah, 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 And they like go on and on and on. And he's like, well, dude, like, you, whoa. You have, a, you have a life. You have kids. You have a business. I mean, that, I have that's. A farm, have a farm. A farm. That's right. That's right. So, okay, let's go back again. <laughs> okay, because you're 18, 18. You're a mess and you're oh, barely getting your shit together. Barely. I didn't How even. You, I'm no, going like to guess years that later. I I'm going to guess you had like shaved head and like no, I never shit coming that. in and out of your nose. Pretty no, much, though. So, yeah. I had like, you see this scar right here? Yeah, that was like from an eyebrow ring. I had, I had my first tattoo at 15. Sure. Looked like a prison tattoo okay i got it covered up at like 25 with an ex-boyfriend it was one of those memories you know sure (laughs) sure (laughs) he was really nice um so you know super mess um actually what happened i guess i i I just put punk rock in there from the drugs that you were describing i'm all of it i am a walking contradiction yeah Yeah, I forewarn people about that actually that's that's good so you're yeah so So for a few years you're just a a, well a shit kicker in the rooms i don't i mean i can't i can't even imagine everything i mean anything i want to be no oh my god (laughs) no i'm 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 taking a second to think you know Uh if i saw if 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 i recognize that person in in young people i see today because i it sounds like the kind of mess where you're just like oh boy Mm -hmm. you just kind of oh people were betting on me oh Oh, yeah, I bet thing. they were because yeah, oh, yeah. people betted on me that yeah. I found out uh-huh. after the fact. So I can well imagine anybody at 18 walking in, you're like, yeah, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wore like next to nothing because oh, that's how I got my validation. I didn't sure. know. I can, I can see so, that. Or I can, I can imagine yeah. that. So like the old timer men pulled me aside. They did. Oh, yeah. In a good way. In a good way. And said, hey, it's not in like this. today's society. Like you wouldn't 
dare do that now. What do you mean? Um, I think like with the women's movement and stuff, it's come a long way for women. But I think a lot of men would probably be scared to be like pulling a young lady aside, even as a group and saying, hey. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know, you yeah. probably shouldn't wear that criticizing, in this meeting e- effectively because I don't criticizing know, there's like child molesters in here, you know? Yeah. Like, I, so I don't think you'd do it today, but back then you did. Well, I think, yeah, yeah no, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think you're not off base. And I yeah. think, you know, Probably, I because I could see me being like, somebody should talk to her about that outfit, <laughs> like right? to to like another woman yeah, maybe. But yeah. only that's a weird spot now that you say yeah. that because as I'm saying that, uh-huh. I wonder. Does it make you feel uncomfortable? It makes me feel uncomfortable to say that because yeah. it isn't any of my fucking business, and it's and not, and I, and I yeah. wouldn't say that. But Neither I could. Would I know? I would do it as a joke. But well, to not to the person, but yes. to the person next to me, just yeah. be like, she shouldn't dress like it. But well, here's the deal: is at the end of the day, thing. I still wore next to nothing, even when I got talked to about it. So it didn't really matter, right? Yeah, because so I'm going to do probably right. Yeah. You're probably right. As yeah. soon as you started saying that, I thought, yeah, that's stupid. But yeah. no, I wouldn't. I would not. I definitely yeah. would not. But you did then, yeah. And I, I respect because <laughs> I'm also now. a contradiction. <laughs> yes, we all are. I think in some way, right? So, so that yeah, I mean, it was like. But what, okay, so you so you're a flashy, so? flashy. I'm guessing that you were rail thin as. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I was like, here's the deal. I came in <laughs> ninety pounds, actually eighty nine. Oh yeah. Um, my hair had turned orange, and I didn't dye it that way. It was from all the lack of nutrients, and um, my skin was yellow. And I thought I looked so good. Oh, I think I can see this. I know oh. it's a mess. I wait. Uh, all, it makes you want to like hold you, like cuddle you up, right? Not now, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're They're fine. They're like, now. oh, you little crackhead, come here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I dated my dope dealers. How I got like anything I wanted like, uh, for free. So I didn't okay. have to like. Free ish. He also dated twins at the same time. So <laughs> just saying. Out. So that's what happened there. Didn't have to. I don't know. I wouldn't call it prostitution because we actually dated. Yeah, but you were he was hanging also out. Also dating. It's, it's, twins so i don't that's just hanging out that's yeah. just hanging out no we were boyfriend girlfriend with other but girls but then that's poly yeah yeah i, I guess yeah. right yeah, yeah maybe it was it was a polyamorous sure. relationship yeah. I, I don't want to be salacious so i won't go any further into yeah that, so, so anyways that was then <laughs> um i would not do that now yeah, i was gonna say again <laughs> i would not picture you involved in a <laughs> <laughs> a multi-person yeah. relationship right now. But and it was I'm laughing a dope for dealer. You Would you do it for the dope dealer for all the amounts of cocaine and acid and anything you wanted at your fingertips 24-7? <sighs> you would too. I, well, I never did powders. Oh. I was I was a very averse to powders and injectables. It was exclusively uh, psychedelics uh, and, and and alcohol, right? Like I, I used... like marijuana? Did you smoke marijuana? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weed and mushrooms and al- LSD... For a few years, it was a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot all the time. Yeah. And, tw- you know, not far into all that, I needed to get drunk on top of all of that mm-hmm. to feel okay. Yeah. And when I didn't have the alcohol, I flipped out. Oh, yeah. So that was, yeah. you know, thinking back, I was like, that's a pretty clear sign that there's a big deal with that. Because right. that was my favorite. It was like the leveler. Yep. So, yep. so I yep. would have done everything to live with the liquor store owner <laughs> <laughs> anything there then it's fair game got it got it yeah similar right not unlike same yeah thing. i mean it's I, all the I, same, you, right? you definitely yeah. don't have to justify it to me because i get it. oh i'm not i'm good it was entertaining i got some so how long did you there, live but, so wait that was yeah. clearly before you got sober or yeah you it was still before with the... i got sober no yeah okay so we um we broke up because i got locked up again uh, okay. and then the judge is like 
Okay, Lindsay, if you don't straighten your shit out, basically, short version, I'm going to make you a ward of the state. Okay. And you're going to go to St. Anthony's, which is like little kid prison. Okay. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a big deal. Yeah. I can handle juvenile detention like 23 hours a day in solitaire. It's you- fine. That's what they did then. It was not like, you don't go get your education. Like, sure. There's none of that going on then. Yeah, at all. Um, and this is like 20 years ago plus, 25 years ago. So it's a lot different now, thank God. Those right. kids have it made. Um, <laughs> the spirited ones. But, but was, okay, but back yeah, to like those yeah, first, yeah. So first, first few years. Little of bit. Rec- Actually, what happened was, so got sober that first time. Got into a relationship, right? Because my sponsor said I would probably suggest you don't, and, and I'm like, so watch like, me go. Yeah, okay. So I did that. Um, was it a was it a boy from the rooms? Yeah, it was okay. a boy meets a girl on yes, campus. Yes, that's the best. That was my future ex husband. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Oh, there's so many. Stories. So he he yeah. stick, he stuck with you through the no, relapse. I broke up with him because uh-huh. I thought drinking with Mormons would make it okay. I didn't know. <laughs> no, nobody told me Mormons don't drink alcohol and it's against their religion. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Where's the book that you read so up on So he this broke shit? up with you or you broke no, up with No, I broke him? up with him because they wanted to drink instead of getting married. Okay. So like so invites were the, out. That was part of the relapse. Oh, yeah. Invites were out. Oh, so you didn't indicate that there was a lot of pressure on top there of was. leading into this. On oh, top of not being fully honest with my inventory and disclosing it, everything it. and on top of like not following sure, my all, sorts all of, of things, it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. And then so drank with mormons for a month they drank like they i drank they weird wild i yeah. know okay. yeah i learned that they were my neighbors so i broke up with him he's like hey i'm gonna move back to texas and i'm like shit i changed my mind um and then it took me a little bit to get sober a couple weeks after that to try sure. to put the alcohol down um and then i did and then we got back together and within two months because i went off my birth control i'm like i'm not having sex with anyone okay when we broke up i understand it's like no sex I didn't you you broke with. up with your boyfriend and stopped having sex? Yeah, because I was like, I'm not going to have sex with anyone. There's hmm. no makeup sex. There's no sex with strangers. There's no one that stands like, uh, fuck all of that. So, because I was like kind of a man hater then. I love men and women. <laughs> now, so I was like cutting myself off, right? Okay. And I did. And then um, and then we, we like get back together. I get pregnant in um, middle of August. And I don't know I'm pregnant, and then I break up with them because I'm like, I changed my mind again. Right. Um, and then I, I dated, dated someone else for like a short time, and then I was like, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. So I got pregnant within two months of getting sober this time. So did and you realize that it was boy A's kid yeah. and not boy B? Well, there wasn't totally a boy B. Oh, it was I like, okay. we didn't do well, the D. Regardless. No, so, it's okay. So you I can knew talk it about was. it. Well, I knew that's who fine. It was, yeah. That's right. No. <clears throat> I... <laughs> I understood what you, you got meant, that? but okay. I understood. I just thank, you for gesture, the, thank you for the sorry. hand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. you, so you wound so, up, so you got married so, like a shotgun. Well, way. then I was like, oh my God, like my sobriety in this life doesn't just depend on me now, right? Like I have something else that yeah, okay. is going to depend on me getting sober, staying sober, working sure. the steps. So I worked all the 12 steps while I was pregnant and like ate it up because it wasn't just my life that depended on it anymore. Huh, okay. And I like got back together with him. We got married. Oh, Started doing bad. the right thing. Air right? Quotes, yeah. Right? Well, oh, yeah, we had the child, and then like society pressures are like, hey, sure. you have a child, you should get married. So I'm like, hey, you sure. proposed once before, and now I have your baby. Like, are Let's we getting married this, or yeah. what? Yeah. And we're like, yeah. So we did um, when she was four months old. And so how long were you guys 
married after that? Uh, five days shy of five years. Okay. So we were together so for a total made, of you about made a nine. Go of it. Yeah, yeah. He's. Uh, are you guys still friends? No. Oh, oh okay. no. Well, I mean, both my fine. children are with him, so like, I do appreciate the fact that he oh, gave me those girls. I guess I didn't do that math. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah both, both the girls, the um, eighteen and fifteen year old, are his. You're amicable, at least. No, it's a pause there, so I'm going to take that as a it's as a, you know a it's been a really yeah sorta. yeah yeah it's been it's very complicated. That's, like, that's fine. I don't. I mean, I just got done. How about this? How about this? I just got done with an 18 month long court case because he sued me for custody and he okay. lost his ass. Okay, well then, so yeah. that's a little touchy. So stuff I can just talk remained, about it if I, you want I don't, to. No, but no, no, no. no. I, I, I uncomfortable. I was there. hoping to hear yes, things we're great, are lovely. No, my life is not, not perfect. No, no, I'm gonna guess your life's not perfect. I just meant yeah. I appreciate i like to hear when um exes can get along so I, I wish yeah i well. absolutely wish hope and pray he you know he um he can be a really good father he's learning he actually moved to texas when the girls were really young like five and two oh, after you after you guys divorced yeah. So I was like five, so, yeah okay. five and two and then he came back during like the hardest times of the kids lives which are the teenage years so and then good. he steps in and he's like, I'm going to be dad. And he has no idea what he's doing because you have teenage girls. Like, sure. welcome to the hardest part of their lives. Sure. You know, good so luck. Yeah. Through all that. Yeah. How did that affect your sobriety? Like, how did you? Because I can appreciate, mm-hmm. I can appreciate the like, the drive, especially as you're growing a body or mm-hmm. growing a child inside your body mm-hmm. and then staying sober through the first parts of that too, mm-hmm. after the birth. Yeah. But five years, you're suddenly single with two children. And I get laid off my job okay and so so describe that period for us i must drink um, i don't doubt it they they say you know and i believe it like there's going to be a time in any alcoholic's life or addict or whatever it's uh-huh. all the same where the only thing that can like stop you from drinking is god sure i've had a couple of those moments sure. and one of them for sure was during that time how did that how did that manifest like when you say god in that moment what 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 did looking back on it how do you desperation i was i was barely hanging on it felt like um so i wasn't getting any child support laid off my job right um couldn't get unemployment because i had an active real estate license this was like during the crash of 08 type situation as well and was just like god like i can't do this what am i gonna do like i have two children to take care of and feed and i need to stay sober and at this point in my life i had actually walked away from the rooms okay um for two years didn't drink didn't use but, but i left the anything. rooms on a resentment yeah so so, you, so that is the recipe right there yeah. where like you quit going your yeah. your your world's starting to crumble i took two years to reach that Oh, so shit. so yeah there has to be something narrative in your head where you're like this was the moment like what mm-hmm. what what there was no other option it was like clear as day and i it's hard to describe so i was it was in my house and it was a split level mm-hmm. and i was on the stairs and i was just sobbing just breaking down like mentally emotionally like i hate the rooms and i don't want to go back there because of this this and this and it right. was really messy and really ugly and like everyone knew stuff and didn't tell me and it was hurtful I felt like and and then in that moment I'm like but I don't get a choice I don't get the choice anymore it's either I drink or I go back to the rooms because the rooms is the only thing that's ever helped me right. in my story I got you. in terms of longevity of sobriety one day at a time for a few you. days in a row right yeah. it's the only thing that's ever helped so I like humbly go back without drinking without <clears> using <throat> but a mess 
absolute mess. My life is destroyed. It's crumbling around me. And I'm like, this gives me some hope. In so the, in the rooms. Yeah, again. Yeah. I want to, I got to ask, was it the red house that you walked into? Yeah. How did you It was the red house feel... that I walked out of too. Uh, well, of course. I mean, yeah. when you said all that, I was like, yeah. Yeah, of house. course. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was home. It's interesting. Well, okay. That's, that answers that the question because yeah. that, that place is, was i guess i mean it's it's resetting itself somehow right. but Oddly, it was it was a weird it, it was i i think <laughs> have that's you been there just the one time i saw you there the one yeah. the only time no i guess i'd been there that was the second time second i'd been time. there but um it's a little strange now but it's okay it's a the meeting. layout is weird i know yeah. it's like long and skinny it's long and it it reminds me of another city like walking in it was like yeah hey, this just feels like a, a room in but it's clean <laughs> it's clean I that's so what's peculiar about it yeah. that. So. like my kids when they were little i'm not kidding would like crawl around on you the would floor bring them in at there. the red house i remember yeah people bringing their kids in there when i first started showing yeah. up there all the time because i was, used to go there a lot yeah and i remember then, well that's where we met yeah right? that's right because it was the the the, eight, the 10 o'clock meeting yep. was that's where that was your <laughs> that was your dom- domain as far as well like, it's like everything <laughs> dies down in the evening and yeah. everything things done in yeah. terms of the to-do list You're like, so the oh, 10 yeah, o'clock yeah, yeah. is easy no, to perfect. make it without well, okay so by the yet. time uh-huh. i met you in there that was so you had come back for a few years at that point yeah. i'm guessing right because yeah. i feel like you were in the life you're in today is the way I've looked at it, but I guess not. Yeah, no, you that's were... correct. Okay, yeah. okay. Cause... So I, I've been with my current husband for 11 years now. Okay. So, um, just so we weren't married at that point, I but I was with Ed when we okay. met okay. still. Hi, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> well, because yeah. that's right. The first time I ever actually talked to you uh-huh. was I saw you post something about Mrs. Idaho. Oh, my good God. And so I, oh, I was so like. talking about that. No, we don't have to do uh, anything. No, it was want, the but... best year of my life, actually. Okay. So it's okay. But it's like. So what year was that? That was God. What year of sobriety was that for you? That was nine years ago. Nine, nine, so, so eleven years, ten. T- or ten years 10. sober. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was it was really cool. So like, the reason why I decided, <laughs> so I can do whatever I want to do sober, right? Sure, of course. That's how I look at my life. Okay. I think that's why I have like this crazy, twisted, fun, insane, spirited journey. Is like everything I want to do, I can do. Okay. Um, which I still have a to do list. Of course. Um, yeah. It's Are you kidding? A gal like you without a to-do it. list? Yeah. <laughs> Check. As they go through. No, so... Um, how do you even... I mean, uh-huh. the history you just described of your childhood and your teenages and early 20s does not... The typical direction towards Mrs. Idaho I know. one make. That was part of the reason why I wanted to go down that journey is like... If I had won, um, I wanted to like show other women that you can do whatever you want to do regardless That's... of you either let your past define you and make it who you are today or you let it motivate you, I feel like. It's one of the two. Okay. Yeah. And for me, I yeah. I wanted to I wanted to win the title to show other alcoholics that like whatever you set your mind to, you can accomplish. I didn't win, but I do have a story as to why. You didn't win? I thought you did no. win. Oh, I was Mrs. Uh, Boise. So oh, okay. I won that one, well, and, see, then, I wasn't paying and then that I went on to the state. I think there was like 42 competitors. Oh, okay. I did place top five. I was best in interview. I won all sorts of trophies. But what happened, 30 minutes, because this is my <laughs> life, 30 minutes before going on stage, like at this you point, I- You pooped your pants. Pretty much. I wish I would have. God, it would have been better. 
<laughs> so I actually I have like my I was still like bashful and a little bit shy during that point. My biggest thing is like I need to be able to communicate with the judges and they're gonna realize like how smart I am. I'm gonna win him that way and I did. But then ah <laughs> oh, then tragedy struck. You farted real loud. Right I when wish they asked I you would a question. Because it would have been better. I'm not kidding. This better really be great. No, Go. It's so bad. So I have like my clothes in one hand and my shoes in the other and I don't have any flip flops on and I'm running backstage. To go get changed into opening number dress. And I crack my toe oh. on a chair and I bust it and blood is everywhere backstage. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh. 30 minutes prior to like having to go on stage. Did you so, break your toe? Oh, yeah. Oh. So then they're like, I have Valium. And I'm like, no, it's oh, fine. And I'm like crying. Yeah. And I'm like, do you have any ibuprofen? And yeah. they'd redo my hair and my makeup and then get dressed still. And I tape my toes together because you're walking in silhouettes in a swimsuit on stage and opening number is a dance. I still placed in top five. That's good. So that is really good. But I feel really proud of that, actually, because sure. I still like prevailed even with the broken tone blood everywhere. I did That's, all right. That is remarkable. So, I mean, like... It was an, am- an amazing year. Like, what's interesting is, like, I wanted to share my message of hope with so many other people. And oddly enough, and it sounds so ridiculous, once you have a sash on, uh-huh. doors open for you. What? Yeah. Everyone's like, come speak oh, at my thing. Come oh, volunteer okay. here. So come that, do this. So yeah. you're, you're referring to the year that you were Mrs. Boise. Yeah. The whole year leading up to it was amazing. And yeah. so you, as the, as the reigning Mrs. Boise, mm-hmm. did you go speak like that did you go spread but but did you talk about this stuff yes yeah okay helped raise thirty thousand dollars for youth and alcoholism and drug addiction and i had no idea that 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 was part of it absolutely a lot of volunteering i mean i was sure every weekend out like hitting the road and sharing my message and that's really cool i had a platform that i worked from and you know the doors opened that's actually where i learned that I love volunteering in the community. Because before I was just forced to do it in community service, right? <laughs> so I got my hours marked off. I showed up because I had to. But like, you know, 10 years later, I'm like, this fulfills something on the inside of me so that's much. Really sweet. That it's not like working with a sponsor. Because that's like number one, right? For me, that is like I, the holy grail. That is the other thing I recognize about you is you're yeah. always surrounded by women. Yeah. Women are always... yeah. I assume when people are around you that they're they're probably your sponsees if some in some regards. Yeah. So, and that's... Usually, usually, yeah. I have a few. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. I, I only work up with five, like at one point, because anything <laughs> else is like an injustice. I don't have time for that, so five is my limit. My sponsor says it should be three. Oh my god, do you want to know what her like most recent advice is to me? I do. <laughs> my first five thoughts are wrong. Not the first one, not the second first one. First five. five. That's what she told you. Do you know how hard that is to keep how do you check? How do you do that? I, I don't. mean, how do you, how do you I even? I don't. I just don't. I literally am like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll throw out the first <gasps> two. How about right? that? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five. I, I, and okay. Oh. For people who may have made it this far into the yeah. podcast who don't know what that means, explain what that means. So like as an alcoholic or drug addict, usually your first thought is wrong. Sure. So like my first thought is like, I'm going to fucking kill him. Right. That's the wrong thought. So like <laughs> second or third is usually like the better one. And you're like, no, I'm going to treat him like he's a sick person. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the right thought. But for me, she says, go further and go five thoughts in. Yeah. I don't know that I can track five thoughts in like that. I mean, I concerted so, about a, no. a subject like that. Yeah. That's interesting. How? It's but impossible. Now that you've said that. But I'm it's more like, gonna... okay, be reflective, right? Course, With no, your, like, have intent. No, right? and I, yeah, no, I for sure 
err on that side for a lot of things. Yeah, I, I, I feel don't. like I, I feel like I, I admire myself in that no. probably more than I should. I, no. I don't know about that. Let but. your hair down a little bit. It's okay. The worst thing I, I can do is like someone's like, whatever, Dylan, right? Th- th- exactly. Yeah. And I do, I'm very averse to in consciously causing a resentment or something yeah. that I'm going to have to go make amends Absolutely. for. Absolutely. Which That's I think good. is a smart thing. That is good. Yes. But, yes. you know, there's, but there's maybe too like, far one way yeah. versus the other, yeah. of course. Yeah. So. Um, I just don't give a shit now. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. I don't run around stepping on toes. I try not to, of course. Like, I don't want to cause hurt or resentment or jealousy or fear or, like, anything like that in someone else's life. I just yeah. do it all over in my own. <laughs> oh, my God. So yeah. so you're, so back to the idea of spirituality yeah. and your higher power. So, oh, I mean, so you, you talked about this. I forgot what you called this. Intuitive healer intuitive lady. Intuitive healer yeah. lady. But so how does that? I mean, okay, so you were you were given hellfire and brimstone mm-hmm. as a kid. What what is there any of that? Is there any organized religion in your life today? Is there that like fits for you? I, just what All do you them. do? All of them, right? But in terms yeah. of so every Sunday you go to like no. eleven different no. churches. Or no, you just so I don't believe any? in religion. I mean, okay. I do believe in religion for some people that I get what works, you're saying. Right? No, no, like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm for huge you, you don't you don't need to yeah. you don't need to to placate other people. I just mean for you. Yeah. Here. Um. So my like my idea of God. This is going to be a little. This is tough, but I like this is what I want to hear. I, yeah, yeah. Um. It's um. I mean, you can kind of tough picture it like a tree, right? Like there's so different, so many different roots, and one root is Christianity. One root is some, you know, Catholicism. Ideas. One root is Buddha. Whatever. One root's another, right? Yeah. Whatever. And then it grows up into this tree. Okay. It's kind of how I picture it in my head. But then I think that all of like these man made religions have some fundamental love. Right. And I can say it's Jesus. I can say it's Buddha. But I think ultimately, in my opinion and my belief, is everyone who prays is actually praying to the same entity and okay. it's love. Whatever that looks like, whether you call it Jesus or Buddha or whatever, fill in the blank. It doesn't right. matter. It's all the same God, and this God is amazing. And um, more than what I'm even capable of, like visualizing or interpreting here on Earth, I believe. Sure. So that's how did, kind of how like do you the manifest that in a day? I, ma- I practice manifestation absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. But how do I do it? Yeah, yeah. What meditation is, is the, a big one. Okay. Um, I started off with a simple book. Um, what was it? The Promise. Okay. Super simple. Um, I'm really positive. I I actually tested this theory. Okay. Yeah, I tested the um, you know manifestation theory because I'm like that's bullshit. Um, it's not. <laughs> so so. Okay. Nor- Do tell. <laughs> I know. So normally I'm like you know I'm upbeat. I see the glass is half full. Sure. And then I'm like let's make more. Um, so <laughs> like glass is always half full. So I'm like I'm gonna try it. I want to see what this does. So I intentionally was like, well, that's fucked up for like a week, right? Everything I could find negative, I did. And oh, then so I you, said you, it out loud and then I like fed on negatively. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Even though I don't like fundamentally believe or think that way, I forced <laughs> myself to. And I was so miserable. It was amazing okay. how I just wanted to like crawl out of my skin and just like I was getting depressed and like anxious that's... and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I am never doing that again. If I can control it, sure. I still no, actually I do suffer that, from some depression still. Well, I was going to say, yeah, so but, doing that little experiment, mm-hmm. did it, just, as you're saying yeah. it, it makes me think back. I wonder how, how that applied to you thinking back on your own childhood yeah. and your own youth. Yeah. I can imagine that that was like, oh, 
No wonder it was so miserable. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there was and, plenty of external things that caused it misery, yep, but yep. that didn't help, right? No, that, no, yeah, no. I, yeah. So I, I liked testing the theory to, to prove that's manifestation is a real thing, I believe. Like I, what you put out is what you get back. You hear it all the time. You, I, you What is it? You I, sow what you reap? You yeah, reap what you sow. reap what you sow, yeah. You reap what you sow. I mean, you can say it 10 million different ways, but at the end of the day, it's like that's really is the same. So what are you putting out? What are you giving back to the universe to intercept and throw back in your lap? I like that. Yeah. I like that. And I, you know, from over here on the outside of your life, it looks like you're having a a pretty good one. I love it. And so, yeah, I I mean. my life today, yeah. And not in like a braggy way, but I like, I mean, you, you, you blessed. You have, you do seem blessed. You have, Mm -hmm. you have healthy children. Mm -hmm. You appear to have a happy, I mean, I follow you guys on Facebook. You have family pictures all in that. And I'm like, oh, these fucking guys. And I swipe to the, (laughs) swipe it out of the way. Boring. Boring. (laughs) But I, I I mean, obviously I'm, I'm being facetious because I'm like, I mean, I don't know you guys, but. We enjoy our existence. Like you have a nice, you know, what's really cool is like through staying sober with my children, I actually have a daughter who's in the rooms now. I think you know that. I, well, I wasn't going to say anything. I'm so do. breaking around in She won't give a shit. <laughs> okay. I then, I won't, then I won't. I won't delete it out if she won't give a shit. I'll verify too. Okay, so I have fun. Aaron. I have um, my husband and I have Kat so far. Okay. okay. I need to check with those three. Um, <laughs> just shoot me a text. Send me a message or something so I don't forget because I'll be on to the next thing after this. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So, like, with my kids, what's really cool. So I got in a lot of trouble, like, beat as a kid for jumping on the bunk beds that weren't set up. Just mattresses on the floor. So you know what I did with my kids when they were little? I jumped on their fucking beds with them. Of course. Absolutely. Um, You know, the kids have, like, rolled the UTV. They live, and they always have a place to call home. And we are so close. But it's due to that upbringing, right? Right. And then staying sober. Yeah. Because they they mean the world to me. And and they've never had to see you... Never. Doesn't mean I haven't made mistakes. I've made plenty. Plenty. Of course, but yes, but never throwing a bunch of liquor on top of that. Oh, so that's it would. Yeah, I always say if I were to drink or use, you know, it wouldn't just stop with alcohol. I really love cocaine. So I, like my I, banker. I guess I could see that because you're still very slender. You have, the, you have the cocaine physique. Yeah, good. You may not do coke off my ass. I'm just saying. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting because that is exactly what I was asking. In I had head. a feeling it was going to go there <laughs> no, next. Oh, <laughs> my God. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll you stop. may not. Oh, okay. Um, so I always say, like, if I drink or use, like, I'm going to put my business up the no- up my nose. I'm going to put my house up my nose, my yeah. car. Like, everything that I, like. Well, especially cocaine is so hard. For- I know. That's what I'm saying. It'd yeah. all be gone, and I wouldn't give two shits about my kids. Huh. And that's like the simple fact for me yeah. is I know they wouldn't have a mom. Yeah. We wouldn't have a place to live. Yeah. We wouldn't have income. We wouldn't be able to do the things that we do. Yeah. I'm going I'm to guess know. your husband probably wouldn't hang around if you were doing all that. I don't know. Well. He might have some fun for a little while oh, and then be like, dude, kid. too much. I'm oh, out. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might enjoy it for like a minute <laughs> and then be like, okay, done. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. So my banker. I feel so bad for them. A bank at um, ICC, oh, they're amazing sure. there. I, I do as well. Yeah, so like I'm pretty tight with them at this branch that I go to. And uh, <laughs> and one of the ladies was like, so why don't we go have drinks after work? And oh. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I like cocaine too much. Nice. And they're like, what? 
And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm if sure, I drink, I I'm going to do cocaine. I and they're that like, blew their minds. Oh, yeah. So then it like, goes in this like simple conversation. But I, it made light of like the heavy topic sure. of like, hey, I'm an alcoholic and a drug addict. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like this big, no, heavy thing. So. I love that. Yeah. I love that because I, 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 I similarly drop it with little regard for how peculiar it sounds and yes. how off-putting it may be for that yeah. person to hear. Because yeah. I, I have the same sense of like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And I'm going to make it light. Yep. But it's going to be clear that but this, this is, is not really happening. real. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's life or death yeah. for uh, me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um. I've heard stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, and with that, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> and time's up right now. <laughs> no, I, I do. I We should wrap it up. I mean, oh my gosh, okay. this is perfect that time. flew by. It did fly by. Yeah. I really, I'm, I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, offer to the world in general? that you haven't already got to say? I just feel like I think anything is capable. Like, why stop? You yeah. Know? Why yeah. Stop? So, okay, you say that. So yeah. what? what's what's the next five years? What's your big thing oh. next that so, you, you're visualizing? Yeah, yeah. So manifestation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, next month, I am going to see Tony Robbins <laughs> live in um, Austin. I'm so, or not Austin, Dallas. I'm so excited. Okay. I'm going to walk on Coles. <laughs> yes i know no it's a thing that everyone does even oprah did it if oprah can do it I, I no can no do it, right? I, i've heard of it Come on. i mean i've seen it have yeah. you well so, I'm super video, excited. I guess so this thing is like the first whole day you focus on like overcoming your fears right okay. i let fear hold me back a little bit i try not to but i still do some i, I feel like yeah that's so a like thing. fire is hot it's gonna burn you shouldn't walk on it like so you're, gonna go, anything. you're gonna go yeah. through a tony robbins yeah seminar, and then seminar, i'm gonna I'm walk assuming. on coals and then something in my mind is supposed to shift to go if i can do that like i can do anything okay. and i already believe that but like what is it gonna look like after sure. i don't know okay so uh um, plus that's a potentially once in a lifetime experience it is so. it is yeah i'm not gonna go to like his ten thousand dollar seminar or anything next oh my no, goodness no no so this one what? isn't bad. It was either go to the beach and spend just as much and just relax on like, yeah. you know, massages and facials or go to Tony Robbins. I think so. I would have taken the former, but that's okay. Right. Maybe in <laughs> yeah. hindsight. No, I'm just joking. I'm so excited for that. I can so that's tell. next month. Um, and I'm going to learn because I need more tools in my toolbox, right? For so them. like, do you want to go to school? Is that what you're no, saying? No, 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 no. Oh, oh okay. God, I'm a horrible student. No, I can't sit like for that long. And, I can I can see that. Uh, um, but great for those who can. I'm like all for further education. Seriously, <laughs> I am too old. Not I'm not too old. I choose not to go to school. <laughs> That's okay. So I'm actually a high school dropout to too, with doing... no college education. Believe I, it or not. Well, I kind of. I mean, we glossed past <laughs> that, but I was willing to just guess that that was the, the, the history. Case. In there, yeah, so. I'm surprised my brain even works as well as it does with like you. How much acid you ate? <laughs> you were lucky to have a like fully functioning. I don't know if mine's fully functioning. It is what it is, as you can tell. Well, I was in but... college as I was doing it, so I was just learning wow. i was just i was just absorbing the world <laughs> on acid so did you forget all of that no of course not no really that's not how, and that's not how i that learned works. to play the violin while drunk and then when i got sober i can't play a fucking note oh you're ridiculous no i'm serious <laughs> wow so you got See? tony robbins yes yeah, so that, that's coming a little up. more particular yeah, i just yeah, meant yeah. like do you have do you I have, have big goals, goals for, yeah i have really big goals uh um, well if you don't want to put them on no, tape right now that's no okay. so i i'm an entrepreneur is technically like what right. i do for a living technically right? technically <laughs> you're technically an entrepreneur because you, you own a business it. yes i own lots of businesses yes, actually so there's I, just I, like one bigger I one understand. than the other one so yeah, yeah, yeah. the other ones are like oh that's right. i saw that you were producing. like selling a business the other day on, and i was like i don't even know what she's talking yeah, about yeah, selling a yeah. business i have we have like money a little bit everywhere that's that's fine but so, so i have this i have this patent so as well 
So what? I want, I know, I actually made it on, this is so side note, in sobriety, thank you very much, um, of course, <laughs> onto like the final round of Shark Tank, Shark Tank right before they filmed. Really? Yeah, they, they picked, you so it's 20,000 submissions the and then they narrow it down and narrow really? it down and narrow it down. This. And then, yeah, it was like five, six years ago. It took me about four years to get my patent actually. Okay. Um, so, so I ended up, um, right. They, they have it down to the hundred and right. then they pick 75 yeah, you the cutoff. by 25 people. Huh? Um, side note. So are you going to start a business with this thing? No, I want to sell the licensing rights to Conair as you can see as my next goal. I haven't heard a no from to them. To what? Conair. Oh, oh, sell the license to them. Yeah, got it, got it. yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, so you're a man. So I'll explain. <laughs> it's like the biggest women's yeah, hair no, but brush see, I've, accessory I've lived with company. lots of women. I know you what do Conair know. Is. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Conair and Scootsy are the same company. They're okay. based out of Philadelphia. So I've been talking kind of slowly because um, I'm letting some fear hold me back. And I think this Tony Robbins thing is going to be a pivotal I moment see. for me. Yeah. There's so I, like, I'm going to guess yeah. that your, your five-year plan is to retire is what it sounds like. Uh, so I want to retire by the time I'm 45 oh, and that's actually eight years. So I have a few more after if that. If you retire by the time you're 45, I am not ever going to talk to you. Okay. Again. I say retire, <laughs> but I love to No, I just mean, work. you know what I Yeah. I, what I want mean. more options. How about that? I will always be doing something. That's good. Always. Yeah. I love to work actually. Sure. Yeah. They're all my babies too. I feel it. Yeah. All right, Lindsay, thank you so, so thank much you. for sitting down with you. This is so a lot sorry. of fun. No, this is a great, a lot of fun. Good. I appreciate so, it. Let me know if you have any other questions. I will. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. If you liked what you heard or you have further comments or suggestions or you just want to reach out, you can find me on Facebook or you can contact me through the contact us link on the podcast on the eavesdrop podcast uh, website but um as always I, I i love all of you and i really hope you have a, a terrific rest of your day thank you so much for listening probably